thank you for tuning in to AnchorCast. Please remember to subscribe and follow us on social media at Anchor Nights to get the latest updates about events, meetings, and uploads. We hope you enjoy today's episode. I'm pretty hyped about this sermon series. I'm not going to lie. Um, we're just going to hop right into our key verse for the night, okay? Listen, let's read this together. It's going to be on the screens. It's going to be on your papers. It's Ephesians. We're going to be in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Listen, I'm going I'm to come out just, I got no jokes to start, okay? I'm coming out hot tonight, all right? I've said this before, and I'm always going to say it. If you believe in God, if you believe that God is real, if you believe what the Bible says then you have to also know that the devil is real. Okay, if you believe that God is real, then you have to believe that the devil is real. See, if you, if you believe that God is always working for you and for your good, then you have to believe that there is a darkness out there that's always working against you, always working to destroy you. Verse 12, for, for we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in this dark world, and against evil spirits in the heavenly places. I mean, we can't just gloss over this chapter because we don't want to think about it right now because we've got a biology chest and, and I, I, my schedule's too busy. I can't think about an unseen world. i got too much going on in my own world. See, there's an unseen but often felt spiritual battle going on around you every single day. There is spiritual warfare. I mean, we tend to focus so much on the physical that we don't pay any attention to the spiritual. I mean, we're so concerned with how we look or what we eat and the physical issues happening around us that we ignore the spiritual realm that surrounds us. God says this, that man looks at outward appearance and the Lord looks at the heart. Why? Why does he say that? Because God doesn't care about your clothes or your face or the Christian front you put on. He cares about your spiritual well-being. He cares about your eternal. Because I don't know if you've noticed, but these bodies uh, are not eternal. And I'm glad about that because I don't want an eternal dad bod, Okay. But like, there's a spirit inside each one of us that makes us incredibly unique to all of creation. There's an eternal God-breathed spirit inside each and every one of you. These bodies are just vessels. And there's a spiritual battle for our very souls going on every day. Well, uh, what are you talking about, Jake? Well, I'm saying that if God has plans for you, so does the devil. I'm saying that with all the goodness God has planned for you, the evil in this world has darkness planned for you. The devil knows 
that in the end, there's no way he can win against God. I mean, he has to know that. The devil knows that. But he's going to drag as many people down with him as he can. He's going to take as many people with him as possible. You ever, you ever meet someone like that? Like, you ever meet someone that, like that in life? Like, they're just miserable, so they want to make everybody else miserable. I can't stand those people, right? They're upset, so they want you to be upset. Or they don't like somebody, so they don't want you to like somebody. Like, the devil is doing his best to bring as much collateral damage as possible. And I'm telling you, he's, he's going to come after you because he knows that you're valuable to God. There's spiritual warfare happening for people's eternities. There's two sides, pulling and fighting for your heart every day. But I got some good news, okay? Because the devil can't win your soul if Jesus already bought it. Okay? The devil can't get your soul if Jesus already paid for it. If you gave your life to Jesus, then even the enemy can't touch it eternally. All right? But listen, he can do as much as possible to render your Christian life ineffective. You hear me? I'm saying the enemy can't take you eternally, but the enemy can make sure that your walk with Jesus never touches anyone else in your life. You should be, that should be the most thing that you're scared of over anything in your Christian life, is that your Christian walk never touches anybody else. Because the enemy wants to make sure that you bear no fruit. The enemy wants to make sure that from the outside, no one would even guess that you're a Christian. He wants to contain you. He wants to isolate you. He wants to disarm you so that your life has no effect on the spiritual battles going on. He wants to take you out of the fight. He wants you to run away. He wants you to cower. But I'm going to tell you, God knows this. He knows there are spiritual battles happening for your heart. And I'm going to tell you today, he's got battle plans. Everybody say battle plans. Welcome to our new series. Look, we say, we say that this group wants to get deep, so we're going to get deep, okay? We're going to get past surface-level Christianity, and we're going to get to spiritual-level Christianity, okay? Bet. I'm serious. We're talking about spiritual battles. We're entering into the spiritual realm. So here we are in verse 13. Therefore, therefore, put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. And after you have done everything, stand. Turn to your neighbor and say, dress for success. When I first started looking for a job, right, my dad's a, my dad's a, pretty successful businessman. So when I was first job hunting when I was a teenager, my dad would tell me, son, you got to dress for success. Okay, you can't go in there with torn up jeans and a sloppy t-shirt. You got to put on the slacks. You got to put on a nice belt. You got to put on some shoes, maybe put on a tie, a nice shirt. You got to dress for success. My dad knew this because he was, he was, a, he was a businessman, so he was always hiring employees, right? He wasn't going to hire Sloppy Joe right? He was going to hire Bougie Joe, you know, like nice looking Joe, okay? I mean, think about that. 
Like, let's say you were in a legal situation. You were in court for some reason, and you, you called this lawyer, okay? And the lawyer shows up to your court hearing in front of the judge in board shorts and flip-flops. What's your success rate? Probably very low. You're going to jail, homie, okay? Listen, my, my buddy, he just went through the firefighter academy, and he's a firefighter. And what they had drills all the time. What they have to do? In 60 seconds, they've got to gear up, right? Because if a, if they, a call comes in that there's a fire, they, they, they can't just be running out there in their PJs, okay? Like, that's not going to help anybody. they got to be geared up to fight fire. So let me ask you, with those two analogies in your head, let me ask you, why are you walking around in spiritual battles not dressed for the part? See, the first phase of the battle plan is to be dressed for battle. Be dressed for battle. That's your first fill-in. This is the first step. Because firefighters, before they get, even get out of the door, they have to be ready. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 14 says this, Stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all of this, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Let me give you some background, okay? Paul, the apostle Paul, who is in a Roman prison when he writes the letter of Ephesians, Right? We talked about this in our Letters from Prison series. If you haven't listened to it, you can check it out on our podcast. But we talk about this letter. We talk about this letter he wrote from prison. And I can just imagine the Apostle Paul in his jail cell coming up with this analogy. Every day he sees a Roman soldier outfitted in his armor, in his breastplate, in his, in his, um, his cool Jerusalem one sandals, and his sword, and his, his shield, right? Like, he, I see, he sees this. He sees this guard pacing back and forth every day, and I, I can see him start to equate this to Christians. Because he sees that this Roman soldier is always prepared, always in his armor, and he's ready for anything. You see, just like the Roman Empire did with his soldiers, God is giving you everything you need. Standard issue and custom tailored. I mean, you ever have a custom tailored uh, piece of clothing? You ever have like a, or like a, ta- a suit tailored? Like you guys go to formal or like different things like that or like weddings. And you have a suit tailored and it just fits you just nice. The arms are the right length. You know what I mean? You're not lifting up your hands and your belly's showing or anything like that. Like everything just kind of fits nice. Or maybe, like maybe you haven't had a custom, custom tailored piece, but maybe you've had those pants that like you look and you're like, yeah, these look good. These are my pants now. You're like, I wear these five days in a row. I don't care. Right? Or you got that jacket that you just put it on and you're like, my arms look way bigger than they should in this and I like it. All right? Like God has given you Every piece of armor and weaponry that you will need to fight spiritual battles. And this armor is custom made for you. He knows there's going to be struggles. He knows there will be attacks. And he's given you a belt. He's given you a breastplate, boots, helmet, sword, shield, tailored to our specific needs. You just got to put them on. 
Because they ain't doing no good if you don't put them on. But I want you to notice something here. Notice that there isn't a piece of armor listed that protects you from the rear. That's because God equips you to fight spiritual battles, not run from spiritual battles. God equips you to fight spiritual battles. That's your next fill-in. God equips you to fight spiritual battles, not run from them. Over the next few weeks, we're just going to be looking at this first phase of battle plans, putting on the armor of God. Because I can tell you, we cannot expect to win spiritual battles head-on without the necessary equipment. We're going to be looking piece by piece at what Paul lists here. And what's the first piece? The belt of truth. I think Paul starts with the belt because he doesn't want us... Um, he, <laughs> I think Paul starts with the belt because he doesn't want the enemy to catch us with our pants around our ankles. Okay? Like, let's be honest here. Like, one of my biggest, uh, one of my biggest fears is, like, there's going to be an intruder that breaks into my home, and I'm going to be sitting down on the john, and I'm going to have to defend myself with my pants down. Okay? That's not going to be good. My skinny legs are going to be all caught up in my skinny jeans. I ain't going to be no help to nobody. Like, Mac, you better run because I'm not helping you in that situation. All right? The enemy wants to catch you when you're not ready. If you're not waking up every day and suiting up for battle and you're not putting on the belt of truth, he's going to catch you with a lie. If you're not putting on the belt of truth, he's going to catch you with a lie. There are many of us right now in this room, going through spiritual battles. There are people here right now, maybe it's you or it's the person next to you, that are dealing with depression and anxiety in this room because the enemy is whispering little lies in your ear, telling you that you aren't good enough, that you will always be a failure, that you're worthless. But this is where the truth comes in, because the truth is that you are valued, you are loved, you are worth more than you will ever know because a Savior died for you and paid for you with his blood. So you need to arm yourself with the truth. This is why the truth is the first thing listed, because truth beats fiction every time. Can I get an amen? Truth beats fiction. Okay, scissors beats paper, paper beats rock, rock beats scissors, and truth beats fiction. All right, that's just how it goes. We all know that, okay? When the devil comes knocking on your door and he wants to play a little game of lies, you hit him with that rock, paper, scissors truth. Turn to your neighbor, go rock, paper, scissors truth. Now, this is, this is a little countercultural, isn't it? Right? Because truth nowadays is subjective. You know, truth, it just depends on your point of view. It's truth, is, truth is whatever you want it to be, right? We hear that all the time. But I'll tell you right now that that's the lie from the devil himself. 
Well, there's many stories in the Bible where, where we see the enemy just bend the truth a little bit. I mean, look at the Garden of Eden. It's not long into the first book of the Bible that we can see how the devil coerced Eve to eat the fruit. She started to justify her actions. Did, did God really say that? Did he really mean this? And he tricked her into doubting the truth. Look at a belt. Anybody wearing a belt right now? I'm wearing a belt. I got my belt like cinched up, right? Like, but belts are only useful if they're tight, okay? If you leave any sort of gap, it's not going to hold your pants up, homie, all right? You see those guys walking around, their pants are in there, but they're wearing like a Gucci belt. And I'm like, dude, this is, that belt is useless, man. I don't know why you paid so much money for that. Like, come on. Anyway, so then like, like, you have to keep the truth tight because this, the enemy is going to aim for the gaps. The enemy is going to aim for the gaps. He will make you question truth. He will make you question what's right and wrong. I mean, how many times have you found yourself in, in this place questioning the truth of what is right and wrong? Well, well, does the Bible really say that? Does it really mean this? I mean, is it really not okay for me to have sex with my girlfriend? Like, does the Bible really say anything? Does Jesus really say anything about that? If I want to smoke weed a couple of times, like, come on. Jesus didn't say anything about that. Like, you know, it's cool if I go to the party. Like, it's fine. A little drugs here and there. Right? It doesn't specifically mention it. The devil will twist the truth. He will aim for the gaps. And then all of a sudden... The devil will have you questioning if God is even real. See, we need to cling to truth. But not just any truth. God's truth. And it's got to be buckled tight. I'll tell you, because the enemy is going to have you looking in the mirror one day, thinking a little plastic surgery is going to give you the fulfillment you need. The devil is going to have you looking around for a person thinking that they are going to give you the fulfillment you need. The enemy is going to have you looking at people thinking their approval is going to give you the fulfillment you've been looking for. But all those things are just as empty as everything around you that doesn't have Jesus attached to it. It's as empty as everything around you that doesn't have God's truth attached to it. See, the enemy wants to distract you with everything but the truth disguised as truth. Did you catch that? The enemy wants to distract you with everything but the truth disguised as truth. Stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist. See, this is just the first piece of the armor, but it's arguably one of the most important. Growing up, I liked a lot of comics, okay? You know Batman? I like Batman. Cool, Batman's cool. He's got his little suit, right? But what do you have? He always had his utility belt, okay? What was it? Like, what do he have in his utility belt? Like, gadgets, dude. He's got his grappling hooky thing. You know, shoot, he, shoot him up, be little, little little guy. And then he's got, like, some batarangs. And then he's got, like, some smoke stuff. And, like, you know what I mean? Like, he's got, he's got the, the utility. He's got the gadget for the situation. Okay, if Batman left the Batcave without his utility belt, 
And somebody came up to him and was like, oh, I'm going to beat you up. And he's like, no, you're not. I got my, I don't have my batarang. Um, I'll be right back. Let me go home real quick. Just hang tight, Joker. Stay right here. I'll be right back in just a minute. Just give me a minute. All right? Like, no, like he always left equipped with his utility belt. How many of us are walking through life without equipping truth and getting sidelined and distracted by everything around us that is in truth? We have to be equipped and ready. That when people start tearing us down, when people want to start telling us who we are, we can go, no, I know truth. I know who God says I am. When a job wants to start telling you who you are, you say, no, no, no. I know who God says I am. When you think your grades start telling you who you are, you say, no, no, no. I know who God says I am. When your own insecurities start trying to tell you who you are, you can look yourself in the mirror and say, no, no, no. I know who God says I am. If you stand firm in the truth of who God says you are, if you stand firm in who he's called you to be, if you stand firm in the truth of Jesus and his love for you, then you can stand against anything the devil wants to put in your way. It says stand firm and buckle up. Stand firm and buckle up. And this is just the first step. This is just, you haven't even got to the battle yet. You haven't even got to the battle yet. This is just the first step, and we got all the rest of the armor to put on, and I'm excited for these next few weeks. Buckle up. Let's pray. God, we just thank you, Lord. We just thank you that we get to be here tonight, God, that we get to hear spiritual truths. God, that we can take a passage that we can read in 30 seconds, and we can dive into it. We can dive into it for hours, looking at how deep and wide and how wise your word is, God. Lord, I pray that we can always look to you for truth. God, that when everyone around us is selling truth, God, that we get real truth from you, Lord. God, I pray that we can stay strong in who you say that we are, Lord. Every moment, every day, that we can wake up and put on your love. We can wake up and put on the truth, God. We'll give you this discussion time to you. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen.